Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And that 
feeling like, you know, you may have failed yourself and understanding that depression is actually a real thing that people go through. And it's hard to explain. And one of the things that um, Tamara pointed out was that you have to cry out to God and actually have, have God to talk to you about what you're going through and that you have to actually accept the fact that you're depressed, accept the, accept the fact that you don't have control over what's going on with you and, and that you need some help and, and not be afraid to um, do what it takes to um, do what it takes to start feeling better. Some people go to therapists and talk their problems out, um, have a develop a relationship with God to uh, get revelation into how to make themselves better or what God's intention for them is. Then there are some people who exercise, they listen to music, they meditate, they um, take time out, make sure to take time out for themselves. And there are many remedies to uh, depression, even changing your diet. Sometimes some of the foods that we eat affect our mood and, and drinking more water and adding certain types of foods that will turn our um energy uh turn turn our food into quick energy to keep us uplifted and keep us boosted. Those are some of the things that we have to do and know that we will have to change our lifestyle. We um again I we got cut off so we didn't really get to um kinda end the show correctly with all the final points but the um Last week it was a really, really great show talking about depression because those are something, sometimes some of those topics we don't want to discuss and, and that we also made a point to let it be known that depression only does, you know, depression doesn't only occur like after you have a baby. It, um, it, occur, it can occur at any time and happen to men and women, but women experience it a lot with um, feels of anxiety and um, worrying and being overwhelmed and that, you don't have to be you don't you don't have to be like that and, and seek help. It's okay to it's okay to admit that you're not in control. You didn't fail yourself. You may just need to go back to the drawing board and get a new game plan or, you know, just get some um you know, get some more insight into what you need to do and really start to write down your desires and do some things to impact yourself in a positive way. So we're going to get into the topic tonight. I have my niece on the line, and I'm going. we're going to talk a little bit about um, how, um, how, how prayer has impacted her life and just her, her journey and what she's discovered in her life before prayer and even after prayer, and then I'll go into the topic of really telling you the things that I found that are the power of a praying woman. Hey, Kanisha, how you doing? Hello, Minister Lee, how are you? I'm fine. So the topic of the show today is power of a praying woman, and I wanted to get your in, I wanted to get your insight on um, what do you think the power of a praying woman is, or your experience with prayer. Before I really developed a prayer life, I felt like I was always being attacked, not necessarily by people, but in certain atmospheres and in situations. And after my prayer life, I feel like I'm more confident in where I go. I'm more grounded when I walk into a room. There, I don't feel like I'm being attacked anymore. There's feel protected. 
say you feel, you feel protected? Yes. It's not so what hostile. Is, so what are some things that you learned learned about your learned about yourself from from developing a prayer life? It's really it's not necessarily what you pray, it's like how you pray it. There are certain ways you go about asking God for something. And we covered it in one of our Bible study classes. I can't remember all of the steps, but you have to forgive yourself before you can ask God for any praying. You can't pray if you hold on to the things that went on through your day, people who made you mad. you got to be able to look past that to get your blessing. So do you think prayer prayer will help you in every area of your life? Because there are, there are, there are some people who... They say they don't know how to pray. What what would cause a person to not know how to pray? Do you what do you think? I feel like it's them being discouraged. It's not a specific way to pray. You pray how you pray because that's how you talk to God. We don't all speak the same way. Hmm. I like that. I like that. So, what was something you said when you walked into environments before you felt like you were being attacked? Like. Explain like the attack. What do you What do you think? Everybody was like judging me when I walk into a room. Or why she dressed like that? Why she look like that? Like I'm here for a different reason than everyone else, and I present myself in a different way. And just because I stand out doesn't mean I'm trying to make a scene or cause a scene. And I would always feel as though that there is something wrong with the way that I did things. Really. So how did what what made you what made you want to, to develop what made you really want to move in line with having a prayer life? I had tried in my way so many times and other people ways. I decided that if I didn't give it my all into all these different situations, I could be able to try the the best way that I know how is to pray. If I can't take care of it, then I know he can take care of it. Wow. So when you say he can he can take care of it, like he he'll answer he'll answer you or he'll deal with the situation. Yes, definitely. I always have problems with my relationship, but you know we take time out now to pray, not for not for one another for things that we want, but for things to help each other grow and develop together. Because without that aspect, if you ain't got a good prayer life in your job or at school or in your everyday life, you gonna you can constantly it it lets in a way for things to get in and bother you. Say that one more time. When you when you prepare your day with a prayer, you come you cover yourself for the day. So that bad driver on the road that you normally like get mad at or upset, you kinda like brush it off your shoulders. It goes easy, it's smooth, it's relaxed, it's comfortable. You don't feel so tense when you come home from a long day because they don't feel like it's been that long. You ain't had, it's just smooth sailing. Okay. But, and I, I want to ask you, like, how, how old are you? I'm 20. So being at, at 20, at 20, year, at 20 years old, you still know, you know, you're, you're even saying, even as a younger woman, you know that that's uh, essential. 
Yes. Are you are you um happy that that's a lifestyle that you picked up? I'm very happy. It helps. It helps me feel better, and I know I have. Without my prayer life, I would come off as a different person. I wouldn't know how to keep myself grounded and help protect myself from those situations that would cause me to bring out a negative side to me that I have for so long buried away because I don't want to be that person. I don't want anyone to ever have to see me that way. So I, before the problem happens, I make sure that I already know the solution to it. I get that. Kanisha, I'm gonna I'm Kanisha, I'm gonna come I'm gonna come back to you because I I I got something I wanna I got someone I wanna ask you but I got another caller on that is a little pressed. But you hold on. I'm coming back I'm coming back to you. Good evening, Miss Tamara, how are you? Good evening, good evening. I am Fine. I apologize for not being able to do the whole show. We have a revival this week, but I like to stay committed to my commitments. Um, I, and I did have a few things that I had talked to God about that God gave me to give to the women about having a prayer life and the power of being a praying woman. Um, and it's so funny because the revival, the minister is talking right now about being called. <laughs> Um, by God, have been a disciple and having the willingness to do that. Um, but what I would like to say to the women, um, Miss Tina, as well as yourself and as well as myself, um, being a woman um, in Christ and, and having this walk for those that may not even have a walk with God, there's a few things um, that I wanted to share about the benefits of prayer um, that I've learned personally, um, that I was taught growing up by my grandmother. Um, I would always remember her talking about um, prayer and the benefits of prayer. So one of the things um, that I want to share about the benefits of prayer is that it improves your spiritual practice. Um, What that means is prayer impacts um, our spiritual practice on three levels, our actions, our thoughts, and our attitudes. Say it one more time. Your what? I said prayer impacts our spiritual spiritual practice on three levels: our actions, our thoughts. Guys, come on, good stuff. Come on with it. All of our actions that are preceded by prayer for spiritual benefit are performed with a spiritual emotion. So, if you're committed to praying, there are various actions and ones when it comes to prayer. Prayer is an action. Talking to God is an action. Um, Calling out to God is an action. Um, People think that when you pray, you have to be chanting or, you know, you got to be down on your face or down on your knees. Um, Prayer is simply talking to God about what's on and in your heart. Um, And it's an action. Lord, I need you for this or Lord. I need you for that, or maybe you don't need the Lord to do anything for you at that moment, but just simply giving him thanks for the grace and mercy that he provides to us daily. That is an actual prayer. Mm -hmm. Your thought process. If you're thinking your mind is active, thoughts will continue to be an obstacle to the delusion of our mind. Useless thoughts cause waste of energy. 
Prayer is an extreme useful tool to prevent this waste. So I don't know if you've heard, an idle mind is a devil's playground. If your mind is yes. idle, if you are sitting with nothing on your mind or maybe thinking about your bad day or you're having negative thoughts, those thoughts, again, are an action. Change the energy, make it positive, turn it into an action of prayer where you're talking to God. Just like we're talking right now is the same mm-hmm. way you can talk to God. He will still hear you. He will still understand you. He will still answer those prayers. Prayer is also associated with your attitude, a prayer that is done with a whole heart, clear mind, and a spiritual emotion initiate placement within a seeker. So whatever it is that you are going to God for, your attitude has to be right in order to receive it. Whatever it is that Absolutely. you are talking to him about, your attitude has to be right in order for him to hear you. So benefits of prayer simply improves your spiritual practice through your actions, through your thoughts, through your attitude. Another benefit of prayer is giving you the opportunity to be able to receive forgiveness as well as give forgiveness. Mm-hmm. If if you are in tune to a prayer life, if you are in tune to the higher being, if you are able to pray about the things that you do as well as the things that are done unto you, you are able to forgive as well as receive forgiveness. We call that repentance. Lord, I repent to you for A, B, C, D, E. I know that it was not of you, however you want to go about that. Again, prayer does not have to be a chant. It does not have to be hooping and hollering. It is simply a conversation with God, the same way we are having a conversation now. Prayer Mm -hmm. increases your faith. When you pray and God answers that prayer, that increases the faith that you have in him. Faith is the Mm -hmm. only currency on our spiritual journey. I like so that. I, if you are looking for payment for prayer life, that payment is your faith. I like Makes that. Sense, like, faith is your only currency on your spiritual journey. Whether you're in the beginning, the middle, seasoned a little bit, whatever that might be, remember that your faith is that currency. That is your payment for having a relationship with God. Your faith grows as God continues to answer prayers, show you grace, show you mercy. We all have those situations in our lives where we sit back and say, that was nobody but God, because had I done Amen. it, it would have went a different way. Had I had my Amen. hand on it, it would have turned out like that. Oh, my God, I didn't know how this rent was going to get paid, but a check came in the mail, direct deposit showed up out of nowhere. Whatever the case may be, we all have those faith-based moments in our lives that let us know it was nothing and nobody but God. But God. So prayer is simply conversation, ladies. Just have a conversation with them. You at work. Talk to them. You're in the bathroom, the shower, talk to them. You're laying in the bed at night, 
talk to him. Talk to him. Create a relationship through that by simply having an action of prayer, a thought of prayer, and an attitude of prayer. It'll change your life. I promise you it will. Just start talking to the man above about the things that are on your heart and on your mind, even though he already knows. When you speak mm-hmm. it, it makes it a little bit more easier for things to come to pass. Speak out on it. God can hear you. He does hear you. He will hear you. But with prayer, with prayer, it's a two-way conversation. Just like you talk mm-hmm. and you want him to hear you, he's going to talk back, but you got to be in a position to hear him. Remove Absolutely. the distraction. Get you a quiet place in your prayer closet, whatever the case may be. It's funny because War Room, for those that have watched the movie, oh, my God, that movie was a blessing on so many levels. And I established a War Room after watching that movie, a prayer closet where it was just me and God. Because in the hustle and bustle of the day, you get distracted. You got your family. You got your work life. You got your children and your husband and your cooking and your cleaning and all those other things. And sometimes we forget to talk to God about what it is that we're dealing with. So we need a 15-minute, 20-minute, I don't care if you and that's why I say if you're in the shower, if you're in the bathroom, if you're sitting at work on your lunch break, whatever the case may be, have a conversation with God about what is on your heart and your mind. And I promise you, you will see a shift in your life like never before. Be in a position to hear him back, and your faith will increase because that's your currency on your journey. Amen. I, I pray you ladies receive that. I, I'm so, so, so upset that I can't really get into more of what God gave me. Tina and I will talk some more. Might be able to do a little segue on it. But because of the revival, I'm on the financial team here at church, and they need me in the office. So I just wanted to call in to give that because it was on my heart. God gave that to me to give to you sisters. Uh, much prayer, much prayer, much prayer, much prayer. Love you, and thank you, woman of God, for that insight. That was awesome. Bless you, you, and bless you, and bless you all. Bless you all in the revival. Good night. Yes, I'll call you later. Yes, please do. All right, chat with you later. Prayer, ladies. All right, prayer, ladies. She said, "Wow, I I am so I am so blessed by hearing that, and um, I'm so blessed by hearing that, and um, I appreciate what uh, I appreciate the information that was that was just given about prayer." And it says prayer is talking to him, but you have to be in a position to listen. And most people don't understand that the position to listen to God talk back to you is meditation. And there are some people who don't uh, believe in meditation, but meditation is uh, meditation is, is that that quiet time that you take when you do sit down. And that's when you can open your mind. You can open your mind and you can relax and you can hear what's being said. And um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back on with Kanisha and get some more in, get some more insight from her, and then I'm gonna give my points on the power of a praying woman. Kanisha, yes. 
What did you take from that? What did you take from the, the nuggets from the woman of God? I enjoyed it. I thought that it was really valuable information that I hope people take to heart because there are steps that need to be followed. And if that's the process, we'll do what works for you. Not everybody gonna, everybody not going to take to the same things, but find your way. Like that. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I'm going to get into my point of the power of a praying woman. And <clears throat> I'm going to come from the scripture base of uh from Philippians four, six through seven. And it's saying, Be not anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And I wanted to start my base there because one of the things that that scripture in Philippians points out is the how to really pray. It gives you instruction on how to really pray. And it's telling you that um, what I learned in intercession class was the four parts of effective prayer is adoration, supplication, thanksgiving, and confession. And that in adoration, you are telling God who he is. You are telling him that he is a refuge, he is a strong tower, he is your lover, he is Abba Father. And you get to know his name. You you begin to know who he is, and as you as you even sit, sometimes in your meditation period, you begin to he'll reveal himself to you as he did Moses and the prophets, and he will tell you that he is Jehovah Jireh, he is the provider. You will begin to know him as Jehovah Rapha, the healer, and as you call on him for these these name, you call upon him his name and his attribute, then you will begin to understand the dimensions of him. And when you call him, you incline his ear. You, you you make him, like, you get his attention when you begin to adore him because at that moment you are giving him praise. And then you have Thanksgiving where you are grateful and you're telling him, Lord, thank you, thank you for this, thank you for that. And, uh, you know, thank you for my life, my health, my strength, my family. Thank you for making ways out of no way. Thank you for my new job. You know, you begin to thank him. And then you confess the scriptures, you know, the scriptures of the things. So let me go back one. You supplication. That's telling God what you need. You, you talk to him and you're saying, hey, I need you to fix this issue between my husband and I, or I need you to fix this issue with my family, or I need some <clears throat> understanding about relationships. I need some understanding about finance. Like you're telling him what you need, and then you confess the scriptures. You confess the scriptures that apply to your situation, like when it comes to, like, marriage. And you, as a woman, you may be struggling with the with your husband. As a wife, you may be struggling with your husband. So when you confess that, when you're praying for your husband, you confess the scripture that, you know, my husband loves me as Christ loves the church. And um, I read, and Lord, I confess for myself that I respect him. And you begin to confess the scriptures over the problem that you're having or over the need that you're having. And what you confess, you now have, you possess it 
So as you're speaking into the situation, you are you are causing God to respond to his word about your situation. And so one of the things that I want to point out also is that, um, and you also ask, you ask for everything in Jesus' name. And I will come again with Mark 11 and 24. It says, you can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. Meaning if you believe what you're asking, if you want a new job, you have to believe that, that there is a job for you. And when you pray for it and you confess the scripture of I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Like you are putting his word on your situation. And so he knows that if you are righteous, he will fix it. He will answer you with you believing that it's a job that I'm after. He will answer you with a job so that you won't be in a position where you will have to beg. So one of the biggest things with prayer is that you will learn to believe. You heard the woman of God before say your faith will increase, and faith is really just your beliefs. And that's why we ask a lot of times, even in prayer, like help my unbelief, because sometimes there are situations that we have that occur in our life that we don't, we have no idea of how we're going to get out of them, how it's going to work. Um, you don't understand. So when you pray the part that you don't believe, like I don't know how this is going to happen, your faith will allow you to believe that, as the Scripture says, with God all things are possible. So whatever it is that you're going through, it, it, it doesn't really matter because he has he has the situation already figured out. So, what I say to what I learn for women that maybe sometimes we don't really know about our power when we pray is the first thing that happens when we pray is we begin to understand our purpose. We begin to understand and know that we have to seek God and, and, and give us give us wisdom. If we are students, he will give us wisdom of how to maintain our schedules, how to attend class, how to do our assignments. If we are mothers, he will give us insight of our children, how to rear them, how to communicate with them, how to care for them, even how to discipline them. And when we are just regular single women, he will give us wisdom of how to be holy, how to present ourselves, how to talk. He will show us how to be. He will give us that information. And when if, and as a wife, he will show you how to take care of your, uh, meet the needs of your husband, plus meet the needs of your household, plus do the work that he called you to do, whether you, you're a teacher, you know, whatever your assignment is in life, he will give you information on how to do it to the best of your ability. So the first power that you have of being a praying woman is that you will understand and know your purpose. The second thing is you will get confidence. We, I heard my niece talk about you feeling attacked and walking into situations now where she's confident of who she is. And so in that confidence and, and having a having a God that you can go to, 
you wouldn't necessarily always have to talk to the next person about what you're going through. Your secret struggles are talked about in your secret place with God. You have somebody that you can go to that you can be honest with, and he already knows what you need even before you ask. So it's kind of like confident in going before him and say, help me, even if it's Lord, I need, you know, uh, can I have, will you do? You're confident in what you ask because you know what you need because you're talking to the God that created you. So you develop a, a certain type of confidence because whatever situation that comes up against you, you know that you could go and you could go in secret and you could pray about it to God and you could pray about it and that it's being dealt with. It may not work all out in your timing that you want, but it will still work. And I'll back that up with Ephesians 6 and 10. It says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You have, you, it'll, give you, it'll give you confidence to, like, stand, stand up straight, knowing that I have, I have something with me. I have a secret weapon. And the, uh, the next point is assurance. You will be assured and to know that what you're doing, that God can't, God, God can't fail, and that no matter what you're going through, you will, you will always be positive. And that goes in with your confidence, assurance, and confidence. They go hand in hand because you wouldn't be confident if you weren't assured. And, and being assured is, is just, it's just that like stamp of approval that it's all under control. And then you. Another thing that you receive from praying is you receive a boldness, is that you can fulfill the will of God on your life. You can come away from, you can come away from cliques and being under the influence of your mother, or you could be come from under the influence of other people talking to you and, and feeding you information. What you will be is you will be bold to one walk in your purpose be confident and be assured you will be bold to stand up straight and be able to walk alone because you have a relationship with God where you talk to him and then in your meditation you hear him talking back to you. So you develop a boldness because you know that you can have that um, conversation and that you know that in your conversation of him talking back to you with First John 22 and 20, it says, but ye have unction from the Holy Holy One, and ye know all things. In that boldness, he will, reveal, he will reveal to you what it is that you need to know. So you can be bold knowing, and he said, go right, go right. Someone else may feel you need to go left, or they may feel that you need to do things like this, but God, you have a direct connection with God to tell you which way to go, so you don't have to follow the crowd. Nine times out of ten, you'll find yourself going against the grain and doing things opposite of doing things opposite of how everyone else does things. And when you find yourself to be different, because you know your purpose, you are confident, you are assured in your God, and now you are bold, that's, that's intimidating to some people. Because some people, in, in, in no disrespect, but some people are cowards. They would never really address their, their issue. They would never address a real situation, let alone their real issue. They would never admit, like, I'm shallow or I'm, um, I'm double-minded or I'm a coward. They would never really say those things. 
And it's not that they won't say them to themselves. They won't admit their shortcomings. But being confident in your confidence, you already know your shortcomings, but you don't have to reveal it to a man. You are not revealing it to a man. You are beginning to reveal it to a God that can help you, that can give you understanding and give you insight. So now that you know that you know all things, now that gives you a certain type of strength. So that's the next point. You get you get a strength to um, you know what you're talking about. And if you know that you hear directly from God and you have a relationship with him, when he says go right, you're strong enough to go right even if no one goes with you. You're strong enough to, like, not drink if everybody else is drinking. You're strong enough to believe God for what it, whatever it is that you're asking. You're strong enough because sometimes in prayer it does not happen instantly. It happens in his will and in his time, but you're strong enough to wait. You you have you it's he carries your burdens, not you. It's hard it I will say getting really developing a life, it is a it is a practice. And practice makes perfect. And you have to get into the habit of doing what you can do. Your strength that you have is based on how much time you, you spend with God. If you spend ten minutes if you spend ten minutes with God, you know, you can't be upset if sometimes your your prayers don't get answered as fast as they would if you spent ten or twenty minutes. But at the same time, like what my niece said was it's not so much about how long, it's what you say when you do it. So you will get the strength to Approach, you will even have strength enough to approach God and talk to him about your struggles, knowing that no matter what it is, he is loving. He is understanding. Even when he corrects you, he corrects you the right way. He will never offend you. He will rain his wrath down on you if he has to, but even in that, he will cause you not to, he will cause you not to be harmed. And next you will get courage you will get courage to move forward. There are like so many, sometimes we find ourselves in um, relationships that we don't know how to let go of or marriages that we're not sure of. And he will give us the courage to stand and be able to forgive. He'll give us the courage to move forward, to let go. Does he like divorce? No, but he didn't ask you to be anyone's fool. So he will give you the courage to move forward where you won't be you won't be stagnant because sometimes we find ourselves stagnant in situations because of worry, because of fear, fear of failure, for fear of failing. You don't want to go out and make a mistake. So you'll limit yourself. You have a fear of success, meaning if you do make it big, you know, more money, more problems, or, you know, so much more temptation is there when you're successful. Can you can you take the heat, you know? But he'll give you courage to move forward. He'll give you courage to stand in the midst of whatever you have going on. On a job, he will give you courage to if your job is to advance the company, he will give you courage to move forward anything that you need move forward in your life. If you need it in a career, if you need it in education, if you need it in a relationship, if you need it in your finance, he will give you courage to say, hey, I might have to start couponing or 
hey, I might have to start saving saving my money a different way. He will give you courage to move forward so that you're no longer in a stagnant place. And a lot of times with us as women, we get bogged down with children. We'll get children and, you know, it's like everything stops and your life is now wrapped around that child instead of, your life is wrapped around that child instead of you being able to move forward. But even in praying, he will give you the courage to move forward. He would, you know, sometimes we're afraid of leaving our children with other people. He will give you the courage to go out and seek out proper daycare, uh, people, proper daycare, people, people that you can trust to help you with your children. So he will give you courage to move forward to make the move that you need to make. And finally, my last point of the power of a praying woman is that he will give you a vision. He will give you vision. He will give you such a vision that it's like you have tunnel vision. He will give you tunnel vision for your for you to focus. And I I'll back that up with um enter ye in in the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many choose this way. In your vision, there will be so many people to want to influence you about what you should do and where you should go. Try this, try that. You should do this, you should do that. But when you pray to God and He gives you vision, He will make it tunnel because He will give you tunnel vision when He says a straight way. He will give you, it's like dead on the spot. Follow this path, go this way, do this thing, do it just like this, do it just how I'm telling you to do it. Don't go this way because it's, it's a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of people that. It's a lot of women that choose to sell drugs. It's a lot of women that choose to sell their bodies. It's a lot of women who choose to strip. It's a lot of women who choose to um, do nothing. It's a lot of women who choose um, being on public assistance as their main way of, of, of living. There's a lot of people that choose a lot of things, that choose fornication, choose to um, sleep with other people's husbands, choose to um, sleep with other women. I mean. It's a lot of choices, but the choice and the path that he has for you is very narrow. It's a perfect, I told you the first thing he do is he reveal your purpose. He have a purpose for you to do in the earth. And so for you to do the purpose in the earth, you have to talk to him, and you have to sit and listen for him to talk back to you. So with all this power that you have, you can, you now know your purpose, you're confident, you're assured, you're bold, you have strength, you're courageous, and you're walking with a vision, that's a powerful woman. That's a force to be reckoned with. So although there are a lot of people who don't believe in the God I serve, that's okay because everybody is not going to believe. It's not for everybody. Again, follow the straight way because broad is the way that leads to destruction. Trust me, even in the word, I should have wrote that scripture down, but even in the word, the word tells tells us that even the heathen knows of our God, the heathen knows of the most high God. Everybody who goes the way that they want to go and, and do things that they want to do, they know that there they they know that there is a God. They also have knowledge of they also have knowledge they also have knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
You can go to any you can go to any religion and talk to anyone any religion and they will tell you about Jesus Christ. So there are so many people that say that it's not true, but the God we serve, He has a path for us. And once we get in a relationship with Him and know who we are and know who He is and how we should talk to Him, we are very powerful women. We are forces to be reckoned with. So I I'm saying to everyone tonight, if you don't have a prayer life, it's something that you can start. It's something that you can start. You can start out very small with 10 minutes, what we taught in Bible study was a power 10. You take 10 minutes. And not just praying for yourself, praying for others also. Because when you pray for other people while you are asking God to do something for someone else. He sees your compassion, so he's compelled to do work and move on your behalf. And anything that you want from God, you have to believe that he will give it to you. You have to believe. That is the key to everything. And truthfully, believing in yourself is the real key to you being a force to be reckoned with because you have to believe that you can do it. You have to believe that you're great. You have to believe that you're powerful. You have to believe that you're positive, you have to see the good in you. So believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, you believe in God anyway, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I'm telling you, develop a prayer life. Develop a meditation life. Time to be quiet. Time to make your make your request known. Learn the word. Get in the word. It's not going to happen overnight. And most of the time, you don't talk to people for a long time that you don't know. So you start out with small talk. And as you get to know him and know that he is who he says he is, then you will develop a little bit more. You'll be able to give him more time. The more time you give him, the less time you'll have to deal dealing with your problems. So I hope that you are able to take something away from tonight's show. And I hope at this moment you understand that as as a praying woman, you are a powerful woman. You impact the world. You make a difference. You matter. God bless you. Good night. And we'll tune in next week with another great topic. Have a blessed one.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.